Welcome to the Snohomish Storytellers. I am Sheila DeVerder. And I am Megan Hetherington, the Executive Director of the Historic Downtown Snohomish Association. Our organization works to revitalize, promote, and preserve the downtown district of Snohomish. And with us today, we also have Trent DeVerder, our podcast producer. And welcome to, to our podcast. <laughs> It's another really exciting day on the Snohomish Storytellers podcast today, and I'm sure our listeners are getting tired of me continuously saying that every episode is so exciting, but it literally is a really exciting day because today we are joined here with none other than our Snohomish mayor, Mayor Linda Redman. <laughs> so welcome. <Thank> you. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Megan, our usual Snohomish Storytellers podcast cannot be here today. Uh, but she and I did prepare a lot of quite a bit of conversational topics. So I think we'll still have a fun time today. Uh, and then hopefully the next time uh, you can come back to an episode and Megan can be here and we can have the full three-way conversation. <laughs> uh, but we had so much fun prepping for this. I feel like that should be like another like a separate behind the scenes <laughs> of Snowbridge Storytellers. I'll be here anytime you want. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. But yes, welcome Mayor Linda Redmond. How are you doing today? Thank Thank you. Thanks for having me here. I'm doing great. I'm really actually happy to be here overlooking the mighty Snohomish River. It's beautiful yes. out there. And I'm just really happy to be here and able to talk with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for fitting us into. I know I'm pretty sure you have like a super packed, super busy schedule. So really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's start with, you know, a little background about yourself. Like, how did you come to being the mayor of Snohomish? Like, did you grow up here or did you grow up somewhere else and move here? Tell us a bit about that. Sure. So I actually moved here in 2009 with my family. Um, I came here, I was invited to join a natural health practice because oh. at the time I was a practicing nutritionist and massage therapist. Wow. Yeah. So I joined a natural health practice and that was great. Um, however, in the intervening years, um, insurance stopped paying so much for mm. massage. They stopped paying for nutritional care. And most people in the area, you know, especially at the time, mm -hmm. um, utilized insurance for mm -hmm. their health care coverage. And since it wasn't being covered anymore, it's really hard to make a career doing that. Yeah. Um, so uh, my husband's also a practitioner. And so we had both moved here for that opportunity and also because we happened to know the people that had the practice. So it was, and obviously coming here to visit, mm -hmm. being introduced to the town, we fell in love with it and mm -hmm. we said, this would be a great place <laughs> to raise our children. And mm -hmm. it has been. Um, and in the intervening years with my kids in school, I started going through PTA, mm -hmm. um, became an officer with PTA and really liked uh, serving the community uh, in that fashion. Mm -hmm. um, and then my son, who was an avid skateboarder, got involved in a, I guess it was a community campaign trying to save the skate park. It actually wasn't in oh. danger, but the skateboarders were told it was. Yeah. And so they all got together and I think it was about 12 at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and they wanted to go to city council uh -huh. and 
tell city council how important the skate park was to wow. them. So they did. And I said I would go and support them. Mm-hmm. And so a group of, I don't know, it was probably about 10 kids went and spoke in front of city council. And I was so impressed with the kids. And yeah. then I was so impressed with how city council actually really treated them seriously and said, thank you for coming. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing your thoughts. It's really good to see all of you here. I just was really impressed with how even kids can mm-hmm. have an impact on mm-hmm. what happens in the local community if they speak up to yeah. their representatives. And that made me curious about, well, what else can you do if you speak up mm-hmm. in these settings, whether it's city council or any of the other um, city meetings. So mm-hmm. I promised the kids I would continue going to like parks board. And then there was a committee that was specifically looking at demolishing the old pool that was by the skate park. And Mm -hmm. so I went to all of those meetings and I just kind of tried to represent Mm -hmm. the kids view of what they really wanted to see in the area. And through that, I became known from some by some people in the community who Mm -hmm. were former council members. And eventually they uh, talked to me after some of the meetings and said, you know, would you consider running for city council? Wow! And I thought that was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, they kept working on me and I kept going to the meetings and I kept being impressed with how much a single person Mm -hmm. and talking with other people in the community can really impact just the day to day life Mm -hmm. in the community. Yeah. Um, so I did eventually run for city council mm-hmm. and won that campaign. And so I was wow. I was on city council for four years. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> <laughs> I ended up becoming the council president, which is kind of like the, yeah. the chair, I mm-hmm. guess, of the of the city council. And people started asking me if I would consider running for mayor. And I said, well, that's a ridiculous idea. <laughs> and look at where <laughs> we're at today. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so that's that's actually what happened. It's kind of an organic, yeah. an organic path, really. That is so awesome to hear how much snowballing, really. Right. right? It, it started <laughs> on just one thing and it and creeps you up end, on you. Exactly. You end up being mayor. One day you just wake up and right. you're like, oh, oh I'm mayor today. I'm mayor. <laughs> <laughs> but that is awesome to hear that, you know, uh, I love the representation of children aspect in your story because a lot of people, I think, are under this impression that, you know, the government is this black box mm-hmm. that, you know, you you're just functioning either within or outside of or you know around and sometimes you just like send things to them and it just operates as a as a mysterious black box and the fact that you kind of saw a peek behind the curtains uh and saw something that you like that would that engage you that's really awesome to hear so is the skate park the one by the boys and girls club yep that's the one. Oh, that's yeah. awesome and it's still there today it's still there so your yeah. kids did their thing <laughs> and it's still there today do they drive by like every day and be like hey i did that because <laughs> i would <laughs> yeah my son kept using it for years after that and just felt really um like identifying with it yeah. because he felt that connection of i fought to save this you yeah know? so that's so awesome yeah. to hear from the younger folks, too, because that is definitely something that I know Megan and Trent and I have talked about a lot within the Historic Downtown Snohomish Association is, you know, how can we engage not just the merchants or not just a specific demographic mm-hmm. that is very common to Snohomish, but 
really serving everyone that we have in the community, including yeah. our youth, right? What right. can we do? What, you know, events or programs or projects can we put on in the city so that they also feel engaged and represented mm -hmm. and Look at that, the skateboard. That is amazing. <laughs> well, and we are really trying to involve more of the community, too. I mean, mm -hmm. there's always sort of a certain demographic that comes to the council meetings, yes. right? The, the people you expect. And then we are trying, especially our new planning director, is mm -hmm. really trying to create a civic ambassador program ah. where people that maybe don't necessarily have as many opportunities to have their voice heard mm -hmm. in government, get the chance to be that person. Oh. Um, you know, maybe they can't do it for the long term. Maybe they yep. don't want to commit to being a council member or mayor, mm -hmm. but maybe they do want to be really invested in um, the future planning, like the next 20 years of planning for mm -hmm. the city. So uh, she's trying, the planning director is trying to put together the civic ambassador program. They're taking applications for mm -hmm. it right now to get people uh, to, Try to represent a specific group of people like, mm -hmm. you know, moms with kids or, right. uh, you know, who don't normally come to the meetings or youth members. Yeah. Um, and so that those civic ambassadors will be will have like three meetings over the course of a year. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's four. Um, <laughs> but they will then also be responsible for trying to connect with people that they feel they would represent gotcha. in the community gathering information, just having conversations mm -hmm. and then bringing that back to the whole group yeah. so that those people will better inform mm -hmm. how we move forward as a city yeah. and, and then inform our comprehensive plan, which we are in right. the process of getting ready to update. Yeah. No, that's awesome to hear. And that's a perfect plug. Any of our Snohomish storytellers, <laughs> listeners who want to dip their toes into, you know, getting more involved with their Now's government. The time. Exactly. And I love that you guys are doing it from the people aspect. You know, I think in today's world with social media and with everything being on the Internet, some people might rely too much on just like, let me throw out a survey that a whole city can fill out or, you know, let's see what's what's popular on Twitter or something. But the fact that you guys are using human and human connections, very similar to how all those people got to wrangle you into <laughs> sitting on the city council and eventually running for mayor, you know, I think that's kind of one of the things that make Snohomish special too. the fact that we do rely on that human connection still to do a lot of what we do so yeah we're a community based in connectedness that's for yes. sure and that's one thing that I think we're trying to continue that you mm -hmm. know because people especially over COVID and all yeah. that you know that some of that connectedness was lost so yes. we're really very consciously trying to rebuild that yeah. within the community that's good to hear I feel like we should print that on a big poster. <laughs> Snohomish, based on connectedness. That's right. That's a good slogan. <laughs> That's our new new campaign there. That is, yeah, I, I love it. I love the people aspect. So I think uh, I read online, I was trying to do my research, uh, that you got uh, voted in or you, you started office in December of 2021, correct? Uh, no, I actually, um, I did take, 
I did take the oath, uh, but my term didn't actually start until January 1st of 2022. Gotcha. It goes yeah. to show how much I know about government. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just a little weird thing that there's like a law that says you have to um, take your oath the, at the last council meeting uh, or like a certain number of days before your term starts or something. There's there's yeah. a specific law about it so, so we followed the law that's good good to hear from our mayor um so yeah you started january 2022 mm-hmm. so it's been literally a whole year and a, a month year it's been quite a year yeah so how has that experience been uh for you especially since knowing that you kind of you know snowballed into this position um which really happy that you're here with us um oh, uh, but you know how did it compare to like what maybe your expectations were coming in or, you know, what are some of the things that kind of surprised you or you're happy about within this past year? Oh gosh, how do I actually <laughs> summarize all of that? It has been a very full year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going in, you know, everybody said, oh, it's like a part-time position. It's oh, really? know, no big deal, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, you're a figurehead. <laughs> Uh, no, it has not been the case for me. Um, you know, I've, I've been working, uh, most weeks full time. Mm -hmm. I do still have a part-time job. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, so yes, it's, it's, I'm, I don't really do much else other than work right now. Um, uh, but it, uh, there's a lot of administrative stuff. I mean, mm. the the mayor is really, at least in this form of government that we mm-hmm. have now, which is a mayor council, so a strong mayor mm-hmm. and council form of government. Um, the mayor is basically the CEO for the city. Ah. So, you know, you have sort of a vision and mm-hmm. then uh, the things are directed. You direct what happens mm-hmm. in the city. You oversee staff. Mm-hmm. You oversee policies and things like that, you mm-hmm. know, um, labor relations. Mm-hmm. Um, the council is so the I would say the mayor is like kind of like the president mm-hmm. and then the council is like Congress. Right. And so council actually does create the laws gotcha. and sets policy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, legislative policy. And then they I propose a budget, which mm-hmm. is like, here's how I think we should spend the money that the citizens have given us uh-huh. to do the work gotcha. to serve them and then the council says yes or no mm-hmm. and maybe you need to modify it this way because we want to see mm-hmm. the work carried out in this this specific fashion gotcha. and then my job is to direct the staff to carry out the council's goals oh. and you know there may also be policies within how the city manages itself mm-hmm. you know and staff things yep that I oversee. So it's a little bit of CEO, a little <laughs> bit of president yeah. kind of rules. Yeah. And has that been like, did that come naturally to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> How has the learning on the job been? <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Sometimes I slip into the mom role, yeah. you know, like use my mom voice. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's actually, um, First, and and this is something that I would like to share with anybody who's thinking about whether they would want to be in office or Mm -hmm. not. Like, you're not born a council member. You're not born a mayor, right? Mm -hmm. So you need to learn those things just Mm -hmm. like anything else you learn in life. But when you get elected to a position, everybody expects you to just instantly know, right, what that role is. Mm -hmm. 
And yes, there are certain things that are, you know, prescribed by law. Mm-hmm. There's certain things people will say, well, the, these are the functions in mm-hmm. the the organization that you step into. Mm-hmm. This is these are the functions that this role has. Mm-hmm. Great. But there's yeah. other things within yourself mm-hmm. like that you need to figure out, mm. you know, what are you going to be your priorities in the right. role? What how do you want to you know, embody Mm -hmm. the role of mayor or council member or whatever the position is, school board Mm -hmm. uh, member, um, you know, fire commissioner, any of Mm -hmm. those things that are the, the close, um, the close elected positions Mm -hmm. to, you know, every day. Um, you just have to decide that this is what's important to me Mm -hmm. and within the authorities of this role, this is what I can do. These are the things that I can do to fulfill Right. You know, my my vision of of how I want to serve. Yeah. Yeah. So then two questions that came out of that description in my head. One is, uh, could you share with us what is your vision for your term that you have here uh, as mayor of Snohomish? Um, but also, like, how did you come up with that? You know, because mm-hmm. I, I hear a lot of, you know, needing to really know a yourself. Right. And be the community that you are serving because you want to make sure that, you know, it, it's it's a civic position. Right. It's it's a duty to other people in the community. Um, but like, what is that process of trying to figure that out? Because mm-hmm. I, I can only imagine I feel like since we just got through the New Year's here, I bet a lot of people did the same thing as me, where, you know, you look back to 2022 and you're like, oh, man, what all did I accomplish in 2022? What New Year's resolutions do I want to take this next year? You know, <laughs> and I feel like that thinking is already really difficult on a personal mm-hmm. level. Like, how do you take that to the next level of doing it for a whole city, for a whole community? Yeah. You know, it goes back to that that personal meaningfulness, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, you don't, at least I didn't get mm-hmm. into this position for, you know, some kind of glory or mm-hmm. some kind of, you know, I didn't get into it for power, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. I got into it for the same reason that I got into being a council member, for the same reason that I got into being in the PTA, for mm-hmm. the same reason that I volunteered, you know, since I was a teenager, mm-hmm. because I wanted to be of service yeah. to the community around me. Mm-hmm. Um, that drives me. It fuels me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I maybe when times are a little more difficult, <laughs> uh, when things are not going as well, um, When you can look inside and say, am I still, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, working to fulfill my goal, Mm -hmm. which is to be of service and Mm -hmm. you can say that you are, then you have been a success. Mm. Um, So that's how I also, you know, base my, my strategies and my vision Mm. for what I want to do. So I really want the city, you mm-hmm. know, the city government of Snohomish to provide the best customer service to our community mm-hmm. because that's what they, you know, expect yeah. and that's what they deserve. Mm-hmm. And that's what they elected me to do. That's what mm-hmm. they elected council do. And that's what they basically pay, <laughs> you know, the city staff right. to do is to provide that excellent customer service and they should be able to expect it and receive it. Yeah. So everything that I've done in the past year has mm-hmm. been to try to make sure that 
processes and policies are in place so that, um, you know, when somebody comes to us from the community and needs something that it's these processes and policies are in place to make that happen mm. effectively, mm-hmm. efficiently, cost effectively also. Right. That it's the way that people expect it to be. So we've been modernizing. We've been trying to increase transparency. We've been trying ah. to increase the ease with with which people can communicate with the city. Mm-hmm. So those things are all being worked on in the background. You know, yeah. we had to lay the lay the foundation <laughs> for it. But um, pretty soon you're going to start seeing some of those things rolled out like mm a web portal that allows people to do public records requests much more Ah, simply and mm -hmm. easily and it'll be searchable and people can find that stuff because right now that's that's something that we try to do Mm -hmm. and that the laws require that we are very transparent Mm -hmm. but it's the process to get it to make it happen is very cumbersome gotcha so we're trying to simplify that and just Mm -hmm. provide much more easy access for people um also, we're working on more emergency preparedness mm-hmm. and being able to send messages out to the community about things that are going on. So people are all already informed before mm-hmm. even, you know, like it hits social media and stuff right. like that so that the correct information is getting out to people. Yeah. And so that, you know, people aren't having to yeah. call us or go to the website to try to find out right. what's going on. They already know. Yeah. So, and and that's finding people where they are instead of them having to find where that information resides. So just things like that, where it's much more, you know, that service mindset is much Mm -hmm. more ingrained in the processes that we have. That's really cool. Cause I I guess in my head, and this is obviously probably just based off of the, you know, 20 20 to 30 years of me being aware of what government even is. (laughs) But it kind of seems like, or the things that you see in media is, you know, like these big headlines, right? It's usually like the the big, we're passing this bill or we're, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, voting no on this big uh, contentious issue. Uh, But in fact, the government you're tackling those day-to-day things, mm-hmm. the things that, you know, construction people probably have to do, you know, a hundred times a month and you're making mm-hmm. it easier for them. Like, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And it's really cool just to to kind of understand, I guess, that it's it's more than just the big hot topics or the headlines. It's really servicing the community on the everyday basis, on the day-to-day, mm-hmm. on, you know, normal people things and how can we make that better for everyone that has to live or work and service in this community. That's really cool to hear. That's really giving me a, a different perspective of what government <laughs> can be. This is so educational. I love it. Well, yeah, the national headlines, you know, they're, they're going to be controversial things because they capture eyeballs, yep. right? Um, but I always say that if you don't, you know, for local government, if you're not aware of it, then we're doing a good job, mm. right? Because if there's a pothole, you're aware of it. But yeah. if there's not a pothole, if we're taking care of the streets, you're not going to think about it. I love if that. your toilet flushes, you know, <laughs> just get down to the nitty gritty. If your toilet flushes and everything goes away and you don't right. have to think about it, we're doing a good job. That, <laughs> I resonate resonate with that on so many levels. You have no idea. So I, my, my day job uh, was a, a safety engineer. And uh, a lot of people ask, like, how do you find that rewarding? Because it can be a very depressing job. Oh, that's very rewarding. (laughs) Well, but, you know, on the day to day, a lot of what I do is like 
thinking through how many ways can this thing break and what effects will that thing mm-hmm. breaking have. Mm-hmm. And the best reward for me when I was in that role is when things don't break, right? So very right. similar to what you're saying, when there is no pothole, when there is no service request, there is no complaint. That's when you know you've do, you're doing a exactly. good job. Yeah. So I, I definitely understand where you're coming <laughs> from there. I love it. Um, so then, um, with, with that said, then how do you envision, I guess, like moving forward with, with the transparency, what are some things that you wish you would see the community give or provide feedback to you? You know, are there any areas that you're like, man, I really wish I know more about like this topic so that I can help that sector or, you know, that specific group of people Mm -hmm. um you know like how are you getting that feedback back or are there any things you're curious about I would have to say I'm curious about everything and that I really don't care what the issue is if you want to talk to me about it yeah give me a call send me an email because I want to hear it every Mm. little bit no matter how small you think it is it doesn't have to be a big issue yeah I I want to you know learn more about mm-hmm. what you're thinking about, mm-hmm. right? Um, I and I also feel like the people that maybe need to be heard mm-hmm. aren't necessarily the ones feeling like they mm. will be or can be right. heard. Like they that they have even the right. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, to reach out and say I'm concerned about this or yeah. I would really like to see this, uh, you know, this thing offered. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's, especially I see this with our younger, mm-hmm. like our students, because we have we have a youth council that I help um, start with mm-hmm. the city, and um, I feel like they have a lot of great ideas, mm-hmm. but sometimes they feel they judge themselves or they mm-hmm. like censor themselves, right? right? Like, oh, I'm not gonna bring that up. Someone's gonna think that's silly, yeah, or someone's gonna think that's stupid, yeah. And I don't think that just youth do yeah. that. I think a lot of I people do that, do that right? <laughs> Um, but it, none of it's stupid yeah. because you never know when some kind of off the cuff remark mm-hmm. might actually change a perspective mm-hmm. on how something can be solved. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen that any number of times where someone has said something like, well, I just wish we could do blah, 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 mm-hmm. or that it could work this way. And someone else will say, well, you know, I heard about this new thing. Yeah. That actually, you can right. do that. Right. And it can save money. Yeah. It can save time. It can make things easier. It can move us forward. It mm-hmm. can modernize things. And it it could just seem like a stupid idea or some fanciful, you know, sci-fi yeah. thing. But every day new new developments mm-hmm. happen. New or not developments, because that's a specific word. <laughs> new new technology or new mm-hmm. capabilities yeah. happen. And um we might as well investigate those because our job mm-hmm. in the city is to take the funds that the public is providing mm-hmm. and find the best possible solution that will last for mm-hmm. decades, generations to come. Right, right. So it's really important for us to be able to to be proactive, to th- be forward thinking like mm-hmm. that. And I think that goes back to our previous um topic you know of connection in this way connection of thought right Mm -hmm. uh where 
even if you don't have or you might have a solution to someone else's problem. Mm -hmm. But if you never heard of someone else bringing up that problem, then you wouldn't know that you're holding on to a piece of gold there. Right. And uh, so it goes back. We, we just the more connected we are, the better we can be, the stronger we can be, the more solutions to things we, we can implement. That's no, right. That's My campaign awesome. slogan was together we thrive. Exactly. <laughs> together. What, was our, what was our new city slogan? What was it? Yeah, so just about connectedness. <laughs> we'll have to replay <laughs> Based it. Based on connectedness. Right. Yeah. We'll have to replay it. And <laughs> when Trent edits this so that we can grab that out. It's the same thing, right? I yeah. mean, um, there is a synergy mm -hmm. that happens when people decide to share ideas. Yeah. And and to share efforts. And yeah. that's one of the things that's really great about this community, too, is we have all kinds of volunteer organizations mm -hmm. that, you know, they work together and yeah. create great things for everybody. Yeah. And encourage everyone to always speak up. You know, mm -hmm. you, you never know whose problem you're going to solve today. That's right. It might not be your own, but that's right. you could be solving someone <laughs> else's problem. It's a big collective brain. Yeah, totally. <laughs> No, that that is what it should be, right? Like it's it's an ecosystem. So there yeah. we go, Snohomish, a so, collective brain. Yeah, collective brain. <laughs> <laughs> we need a we need a new uh, city logo to go with that too. <laughs> oh my gosh, that that is good. Um, so then, yeah, I guess um, one of the last questions i think that we have here. oh so soon right i know time <laughs> just flies but um so then yes like um you've mentioned several opportunities for people to to get connected mm -hmm. to you uh, or to get more connected to um the other people that are serving within our government um but yeah maybe expand on like if there are any ways that you think or you'd like to share of like people just to get involved in in general, like is do people attend like can normal people attend city council meetings? Of course. You know? Yeah, uh, they're I, open public meetings. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't even know like where I would start if I wanted to uh, do something or like reach out to the government but what are what do you think are like the best ways for people to really get involved uh especially around now i think with covid kind of mostly behind us mm -hmm. knock on all the wood surfaces that we have here in the room um <laughs> you know quite a lot. <laughs> you know i think a lot of people have have gotten through this like resurgence of like hey we can go outside again i can talk to people again mm -hmm. i can hug people again <laughs> and like let's use some let's do something productive with that energy like how how do you think people can can best like um can best like uh funnel that energy mm -hmm. so there's a lot of different answers to that mm -hmm. it depends on you know what moves you the most mm -hmm. like you know, I told you in my story, yeah. I initially started with like the PTA yeah. because, you know, I, I was involved with kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. in this community, there are a lot of groups that, um, I mean, there's the faith community and they all have mm -hmm. service groups. Um, you know, the kids have things like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, the adults can get involved with helping those groups out. Mm -hmm. um, there's 
groups like Green Snohomish, which mm-hmm. is a group that's focused on, um, you know, environmental issues mm-hmm. um, and how they can have a meaningful impact in the mm-hmm. community. Um, you can volunteer with um, any of the boards and commissions um, mm-hmm. when they have openings. And we do have openings come open all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have like a park and recreation board. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a public safety commission. Uh, there's a planning commission. Yeah. Um, you know, those are all bodies that advise the mm-hmm. city council. So they are supposed to represent their, you know, friends yeah. and neighbors in the community and help advise the council on the way yeah. decisions should be made. So they're able to look more in depth on certain issues and then sort of summarize that and bring that to mm-hmm. council mm-hmm. for their legislative right. action. Um, but there are so many different community groups yeah. that I just encourage people to pick just one. It yeah. doesn't even have to be the one you stick with. Like the yeah. lions is a really great option mm-hmm. because they are, they touch so many other groups as mm-hmm. well. Um, and they're really a service organization. And I mm-hmm. think service organizations are really good because their whole focus is to serve others. Right. Um, and then you get other like-minded people that you can connect with. And even if you don't continue with that initial group, you've yeah. made some connections mm-hmm. to other people who may be, are connected to other things that you would be more interested in. So just start somewhere. Yeah. Um, You don't have to commit to it. You can just go a few times. If it doesn't work for you, fine. Yeah. Move on to try something else. Right. And um, if you want to become involved with city government, Mm -hmm. go to the boards and commissions, go to the city council, maybe Mm -hmm. listen online. There's recordings of them. Ah. You can hear what it sounds like. Right. A lot of times they're not super exciting. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, they are business meetings, right? They're not meant to be entertainment meetings. They are (laughs) business meetings where certain things are, uh, there's like a work plan and they Mm -hmm. have to work through it and approve different things. Right. But you can see the things that go into Mm. making government work. And then if there's something in there that you're interested in, maybe there's a group that's active in that area. Like there's a Friends of Blackman's Lake that oh. are working on trying to make sure the lake stays in good condition. Wow. You know, and they've come to speak to council. Gotcha. So you would become aware of groups like that. Right. Because they come and yeah. tell, tell council what's what. Right. Which we are very, very grateful for. Yeah. So there's so many different opportunities yeah i mean there's the historic downtown <laughs> snohomish association yes. hdsa come i mean join you don't us. have to be a, a, a business owner yeah. you can just be interested in this historic downtown yep. area and want to you know be part of yeah. you know, helping to enliven it right so there's so many different options yeah so it's kind of like if there is already a passion that that you have that is close to your heart, there's probably a group out there that is already connected in one way or another to the government structure uh, that you can join and and get your voice heard through that path. Or if you don't know if the group exists, you know you can sit down into sit in on one of these council meetings to see if any of the passing by groups um, kind of tickles your fancy, and then you can reach out to them and join them that way that's that's really helpful i think cuz sometimes especially for people that i just you know moved into the community so like Trent and i moved in in um 2019 mm-hmm. um so we're we haven't been here like too too long either um and yet you're both active exactly <laughs> but yeah sometimes it's like you know the the big 
um, barrier in the beginning is just like, where do I start? Right. right. And so here you go. Here's multiple options in which you can start. Um, so then I guess looking forward to the rest of 2023, I had to make sure I said 23 and not 22. <laughs> I know it's still so recent. <laughs> right. Um, what are you excited about that's coming up? Like, what are your future plans for the rest of the year or also the rest of your term? You know, anything that you can share with us? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so, so much stuff. Um so I think the biggest thing going on right now is that, and I can't share too much, but we <laughs> are working with Fire District 4 mm-hmm. to create a joint um, fire services, police services, and city services campus Ah, because we have very much outgrown mm-hmm. our city facilities and um, we have had, we've been outgrown since like 2008. Mm-hmm. So um there was an opportunity that came up for us to be able to join forces with the three agencies yeah. so that we make better use of taxpayer funds. That's awesome. So we'll have some combined shared spaces and that just makes better sense for our community. Like they just pay once for, mm-hmm. you know, the space instead of three times, yeah. three separate areas. Right. So and then it also increases our communication between mm-hmm. the three agencies, yeah. um, our, you know, ability to work quickly in, the, in an emergency event. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all the bonuses to, yeah. to do this. So that's probably the biggest thing oh, that's man. on my plate right now. That is exciting. <laughs> I'm also just thinking all of the competitions that we can have when all three of them <laughs> are close by together. Oh, yes. We'll definitely have some big battle of badges. You know, we've got right. the food bank. Well, that's another place to volunteer, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> food bank and and maybe we can have like our public works crews and the fire crews like battling it out with you know some of the equipment i don't know (laughs) sounds like fun yeah sounds like a hoot to get all those three (laughs) three groups all in the same vicinity but no that is awesome um so yeah we can't wait to hear as you're able to reveal more about it throughout the year hope to be sharing more soon (laughs) but thank you for the sneak peek i'm sure a lot of other people are going to be excited about that too Um, So, yeah, I think the last, last question, I swear, we like to end all of our podcasts uh, with the same question, which is describe your perfect day in Snohomish for us. What what would the perfect day look like? Oh, my gosh. There are so many perfect days to be had here. (laughs) Um, Let's see. My perfect day would be probably waking up in the springtime to Mm -hmm. the sun rising, hearing Mm -hmm. the birds looking at the like the cherry blossoms outside my window oh, yeah. and um, having a nice cup of coffee and then coming down to City Hall saying mm-hmm. hi to everybody <laughs> and then maybe um, doing a little bit of work, uh, responding to some phone calls and some emails from yeah. residents, um, all good ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe a meeting in there. I don't know. I have too many meetings these days. Um then maybe taking a break for lunchtime and walking down by the river, mm. coming down to First Street, maybe picking up a gift for somebody. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so one kid in school. So yeah. maybe picking up my kid after school <laughs> and going for a walk through the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um and watching the sunset with the um, hot air balloons yes. going across the valley. Yeah. Um, 
with a you know a beautiful uh, probably spring sky yeah. um, and the wonderful stars and and the just the views that we get um, yeah. over the river at night. Right. We we are so lucky to live in such a pic- picturesque town here in yes. Snohomish. Yes. Like you you look outside like I'm actively looking outside and there's probably two airplanes flying around <laughs> right now, right? There's airplanes, <laughs> there's the river, I can see some mountains. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, hopefully you can have that perfect spring day coming up real soon cuz I got to tell you, I am getting really tired of this cold right now, <laughs> especially today. Well, the prognostication on Saturday said early spring. Well, Fingers crossed. <laughs> Let's hope the frog is right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here with us. And yes, everyone, please, if you have anything you want to say to the mayor, reach out to her. Yes. You said through your website or through what other uh, venues? Well, and you can email me directly at mm-hmm. redmond, R-E-D-M-O-N, at snohomishwa.gov. Perfect. So yeah, hopefully you get an influx of emails with good, good recommendations <laughs> after this. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for spending time thank with us. Thank you so us. much it for so having me. It was so lovely to talk to you It was today. really great to talk with you. Yeah. I'll come back anytime. Oh, I we we, we will take your word for that. You'll, you'll be annoyed by Megan and us to be like, oh, no. hey, next month. Hey, next month. <laughs> well, no, this was fun. Thank yeah. you. So until next time. Yay. <laughs> for listening to today's episode of Snohomish Storytellers. Keep writing those stories and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. The Snohomish Storytellers podcast is brought to you by the historic downtown Snohomish Association and Seattle North Country.